Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast. This is Daniel. I'll be your host today as normal with the normal crew of Kristen. Hello. And Maddie. Hello. It's January 2023 when you're listening to this, but it's the week before Christmas and it's snowing today as we're recording this. And so we are still in the Christmas spirit, um, <laughs> but I know right now as you're listening to this, it's January. You're done with that. You're ready for the snow to stop if you're from Rochester, but I hope it continues to fall. I'm just Me believing too. in faith that I'm just going to continue <laughs> loving the snow, let it fall, let it snow, let it snow. Still playing at my house. So, uh, But anyways, in this podcast, uh, just giving you an overview of what to expect on this episode, uh, we'll do our normal segment at the beginning where Miss Maddie is going to tell us all the things that our kids are going to be learning. Miss um, Maddie, like she's a, you know, a preschool <laughs> like teacher. Southern's here. coming out. Yeah, a, l- a little Southern. Uh, yeah draw there. Uh, But she's going to tell us all things our preschool and elementary students will be learning this month, January 2023. Uh, And then for the discipleship moment at the end of the podcast, we're actually going to reflect back on all the greatness that God did this year through some stats and remembering that those stats represent people of how he used Northridge kids, Northridge families, and ultimately Northridge church to uh, further make more and better disciples in the next generation. And then look forward to uh, what we're hoping God for um, and some of those other key moments that we have uh, as opportunities to make more and better disciples in our parents, in our students, and in our kids' lives ultimately. So let's uh, stop delaying this. Let's jump right in. Uh, Miss Maddie, (laughs) uh, what are our preschoolers going to be learning this month, January 2020? Yeah, so their um, teaching series is titled A Baby and a Bush. So it's um, God's Call to Moses. Um, And then the memory verse will be Luke 16.10, which is whoever can be trusted with very little can be trusted with much. Um, And then for elementary, uh, the the kids will be learning um, about the beginning of Jesus's ministry. Um, So they'll be working through um, lessons of Anna and Simeon, but that will be January 1st, which will be online. Online Um, only. Yeah. Remember, online only. (laughs) Unless you're listening to this after this happened, you already know it was online only. (laughs) But at home, you guys can start that uh, curriculum. There is a teaching video on our kids' YouTube channel. The memory verse will also be there. Um, And then week two, when we come back, they'll learn about um, boy Jesus and the bread idea of Jesus lived in complete obedience to God. Week three is temptations of Jesus and how Jesus understands our struggles. Week four is Jesus's call to his disciples, um, how Jesus can change your life. And then week five will be the transfiguration. Um, Jesus is God's son. And then the memory verse that your kids will be working to memorize that month will be Romans 1, 16a. I just thought of boy Jesus, like spy kids or something like that in my mind, like boy Jesus. Like, I I don't know why I thought about that, but anyways, so that's exciting of Moses and Jesus, uh, two very different stories, but in that regard, uh, that's what our kids are are learning this month. We're super excited um, about how God's going to use that as we continue moving closer towards Easter uh, as the curriculum kind of evolves in that regard. Um, But now let's take this time. Uh, to look back um, in this past year, 2022, all that God did. Kristen, what um, are some stats, if you will? And just as a primer, I know I said it just a few short minutes ago, but remember our stats. It's not about the numbers. It's about the people that are represented by the numbers in that regard of things that God uh, did and how he used Northridge kids and Northridge church ultimately. 
Uh, yeah, well, we we are excited about some of the different opportunities that we've had to be able to partner with parents uh, all throughout 2022. And um, just as I look back over this entire year, one of the first things on the calendar was the launch of this podcast. So this is the whoop, year whoop. that we, yeah. So we launched this back in February of 2022. And so we've been going for a couple months here. So we're grateful for all the parents that have taken the time to listen and just hope that it's been a blessing to each one of them. Um, we also saw in 2022, we had our, the first year we've ever had two parent and child dedication services. So we had one in the spring, um, and then we followed it up again in the fall. So overall, we had 56 families Mm. that participated this year in parent-child dedication, where they made that commitment um, before our entire church that they were going to raise their kids to know Jesus. And um, those 56 families, that represented 74 kids. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so lots of cute kids this year that we were able to uh, watch um, up on our stage and be able to come alongside those families and just partner with them and pray for them as they endeavor to do this. Yeah, that's that's incredible. You know, I was sad when we did, you know, two parent-child dedications because my mission was to participate in every parent-child. <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's a joke. That, uh, but we, yeah, we are excited to participate again soon. In I know. Child so, I know. You'll um, be participating yeah. in the next one. <laughs> That'll be the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we have um, one coming up in that regards, but that's incredible. 56 families, 74 children. What, what else, as we look back over this past year, um, is something that we're grateful that we were able to partner with parents in, uh, grateful to God for? Uh, well, for me, one of the highlights was Camp Better. Yeah. I loved that mm-hmm. experience. So um, we did talk about that in one of our previous podcasts as well. Um, but Camp Better was just basically, it was a week-long camp, um, technically four days. So a four-day <laughs> camp that we held um, once we did it at Rochester and another week we did it at Webster. Um, we were able between those two camps to see 53 kids participate in that camp and Um, I think everybody that participated in that just really um, saw the benefit to it. We really focused on trying to help kids understand what truth is and um, just helping them to develop a biblical worldview, even at a young age. So that camp was for our kids that had just completed second, third, fourth, or fifth grade. And it was a really fun week where we did a lot of fun stuff, but we also had a lot of really great teaching for them, that they were able to work with their small group and just really try to understand better what is truth. Yeah. And some of the thought behind that, just for parents who are thinking, well, I wish my first grader, you know, could do that is we really were trying to develop what we're referencing as discipleship milestones Mm -hmm. of, you know, we have this milestone for you, you know, most families who participate in parent and child education, they Mm -hmm. participate with infants, toddlers, nursery age kids, for mm-hmm. the most part, if they're already connected or with their church. But we, we don't call it baby dedication yeah. because, uh, number one, it's not infant baptism or baby baptism. Mm-hmm. And number two, if if your kid hasn't been dedicated to the Lord and they're 15, you yep. can still do it. Like, yep. And so, but primarily, mm-hmm. most people who take part, take part in that are infants. And we want to kind of 
have these milestones, like it's it's worded, as they kind of age and grow, mm-hmm. um, we want to have these more markers as they go along the journey. You know, if you look at the nation of Israel in the Old Testament, it seems like there were these markers that were put kind of put out of uh, when these monumental events happened. They wanted to remember them mm-hmm. and kind of press in and as opportunities to do further discipleship. You know, we, we know that discipleship happens on the daily and weekly, moment-by-moment basis in a family's home, mm-hmm. but we want to kind of put these extra emphasis moments apart. So if you're thinking about that, of like, my can't my kindergartner or my four, four-year-old or my first grader, like that's kind of the, the thought process behind it, and, and we want to have more of these moments as mm-hmm. they continue on, uh, and Camp Better was one of them that we were able to put in place this year, which was amazing. And uh, I think... Yeah, go ahead, Sorry, jump in. I think what was encouraging at Camp Better was to just the, like, relationship building that it mm-hmm. led yeah. to yeah. um just like the tight knit of those kids and their small group leaders and then yeah. seeing that carry into Sundays was super encouraging yeah because we didn't want it to be VBS either because mm-hmm. it we believe that Northridge kids and Northridge church ultimately is a seeker friendly church in the sense of every Sunday is mm-hmm. an opportunity to invite somebody to that doesn't know Jesus to come and they can join right in um, on a Sunday morning. So every Sunday is that opportunity. And so mm-hmm. we wanted to do something different. We wanted to do something more intentional yeah. uh, with those who are maybe um, following Jesus or families who are devoted, like obviously there, we didn't say no if somebody registered, but we did kind of put a cap on it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to cap this out at 50 to 75 um, kids. That was kind of like, hey, we're not taking more than 50 because this is what we can yeah. manage we and handle and what we want to be very, very intentional with mm-hmm. um, is, is kind of the heart behind that. Um, and so, yeah, so that was one thing. What, yeah. are, what are some other things that we celebrated this year? So a couple other things that we offered for all of our families. So just like you mentioned, Daniel, Camp Better was for older kids. Um, We offered our Easter experience bingo card. That was something that we had as an opportunity for families to prepare their hearts for Easter and have some fun together as a family. Uh, And then we also recently did our Christmas, the Seek and Find Advent devotional that hopefully... As we're recording this, hopefully families are still working through that. But (laughs) two things is one, the bingo card was incredible. I think Mm -hmm. that Kristen, that was all your idea, um, your research, your creativity, and I think that was amazing. I I, because it was one there. There was two cool elements to that that I, as I remember back to it, one (laughs) is feels so long ago. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it was forever ago. But as I remember back to the Easter bingo card, one it was these small intentional moments mm-hmm. for families just to be together. Yep. And then the second cool thing was that it was no matter which way you try to make bingo, yep. uh, you <laughs> did something spiritual too, right? Yep. Uh, but that how, was intentional. There were so many families <laughs> that did blackout, right? That yeah. They said, we want to do everything on this card. And I think that was so incredible. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, Maddie, with the Advent Devo is it's so well done. Mm-hmm. Kristen, you've been wanting to do this, like a seek and find Devo yes, for Northridge kids. You've time. talked about like, I, every year I wish we could do this, but mm-hmm. actually executing it, pulling it off, getting it somewhere to be printed, like designed. Yep. Just it. needed Maddie to come on. Staff, we needed Maddie we, and, and <laughs> so Taylor awesome and you know, all yep, the stuff. So great. man, so well done. Hopefully families right now as we're recording are still taking advantage of that. So those are two um, other resources, which I love that we have as a church this intentionality of like, we want to put our staffing hours behind create, like doing the planning, creative work and manpower to let's put together this resource where families Mm -hmm. can really take advantage of discipling their kids versus like, Hey, let's throw an event on and like come to us Mm -hmm. versus like, let's put something 
that's a sharpening tool in your hands so you as a family can feel equipped and qualified and ready to uh, be intentional. So maybe they're a Kickstarter for the other 10 months of the year or whatever may be the case. And so I love that. Yeah, a couple other numbers that we have to celebrate this year. We were able to see at Open Baptism, we saw 11 kids, at least 11, um, that made that next step of obedience and were baptized. And then we we had at least up through, I think it was through November. So this number is not up to date right now. But we had 213 new families, new kids, check into kids' ministry this year. That's incredible. That's awesome. So, so yeah. new new faces, old yep. faces. So yep, old faces taking faces. next steps yeah. and new faces coming to check everything out. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. so incredible. Yeah, so encouraging. Well, what do we have to look forward to in this next year? So um, if we're this is releasing in January, moving forward, uh, what do we have? What do we have coming up um, this next year? Um, a lot of what we just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got parent child, parent and child dedication coming up again. Our first one for the year is going to be, um, as of right now, it's scheduled for May 7th. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Families can still go ahead. They can jump on to our website, northridgekids.org. Yep. Look for the PCD tab and you can go ahead and register right now for that event. Um, so we have that coming up. Um, we are already planning on camp better as well. I don't have the dates written down on that one, but this summer in July, July. (laughs) a few things we've, we talked about this in the last camp better episode, but we isolated, we're going to centralize that Mm -hmm. in the sense of what, and that simply what that means is we're going to host one camp better. It's going to be three days. I believe it's July 10th, 11th and 12th or somewhere around those dates. It's the week, the first full week after July 4th weekend. Um, I do remember that off the top of my head, but, um, and it's going to be held at the Rochester campus. Um, and just because our kids who are, we say they're a part of one church, multiple locations, our kids ministry, at least our youth ministry, they see each other a lot between combined events. They have multiple events throughout the year, but our kids don't have that opportunity. So we are like, Hey, why not provide one opportunity? This would be the one time that they would have that chance. And, uh, it kind of, uh, releases the load off of our other campuses mm-hmm. of Webster and getting ready for Brighton yep. um, and of having to say like, oh, we got to put on our own thing. Mm-hmm. We want to tap into the benefit of being a multi-site church of like, we're going to all put put our resources together and, and um, you know, have those discipling relationships. We, we still want every campus, their volunteers to be involved, relationships to be mm-hmm. there uh, and present. Um, but that's some of the benefit of that, of we're doing one camp better, and, and we're we're gonna bump up that number a little bit because I think last year we did like fifty at Rochester, thirty at Webster. Mm-hmm. I think we just bumped up that number to like okay, we're gonna have a hundred maxed out. Like we're not taking more than uh, than that. That m- number may be a little higher than we bumped it to, but uh, now it's bumped wait, up to a hundred. Like, yeah. that how but we, we're gonna bump up the number a few uh, yeah. a few more to take on a few more kids to to house. Um, in that regard, but yeah, we we have Camp Better coming up in July. Mm-hmm. But even before that, just thinking, I know Maddie's already kicking around the ball of Easter. Uh, mm-hmm. I told her I said, don't start planning anything till after the holidays. <laughs> uh, so, but in July coming up, of what that Parent Connect is going to be, because we want to put that resource in your hands again. Um, so, Parent Child Dedication, Easter Connect, mm-hmm. Camp Better. There's also something before Camp Better too that yeah. we're in the works of planning. 
uh, we uh, have been talking about a lot uh, the conversation around we put good resources in your hands so many times as parents, mm-hmm. uh, but we feel this burden on us at least of have we done an adequate job of the how and the why behind parent discipleship? Because uh, Kristen and um, several other kids ministry team members where we did a Barna uh, cohort online um, back in, man, when was that? The the late summer, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and there was a stat that Barna shared that it was like 95% of kids mm-hmm. ministry workers believe the primary disciple maker is the parents. But 50% mm-hmm. of parents believe they are the primary disciple maker. So that means that the other 50% think it's on the church. Yeah. So that means if we just apply that stat to Northridge kids at Northridge Church, half of our parents think it's their job and the other half think it's it's our job to, mm-hmm. to be the primary. Now, the reality is, is it's a partnership. Yeah. But we would still say the primary, and the only reason it's primary is, is because of who gets the most time, right? Mm-hmm. Who gets the most time? It's the parents that get the most time. So we're planning on a partnership with Equip Ministry uh, and MYM and Kids Men, all three mm-hmm. of us, all three of our kind of departments coming together, if you will. There's a lot of overlap in who's on staff there and who does those roles. <laughs> like myself, I'm in all three. Maddie's in two of them and um, et cetera. But uh, coming together and doing a deep dive in parent discipleship mm-hmm. uh, or family discipleship, if you will. We're planning uh, sometime around the Easter, spring, spring, early spring. I get my seasons thrown off coming from the south to the <laughs> north. I'm like, I don't know when spring actually is. Uh, but somewhere around April, May, uh, late March, somewhere in that category of doing kind of a, a Saturday intensive of on family discipleship yeah. um, in that regard of the why behind family discipleship, the how behind family discipleship. And then, okay, how do you, now that you know the, the why and the how, how do you put these resources in play in your home this year on a regular basis um, that, that kids ministry is giving you or that youth ministry is giving you or even just books that you've had on yourself for a long time that you're just like, I really don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're really, I'm really excited about that event specifically that Saturday. I hope a lot of our couples take advantage of that. Um, and you'll, you'll hear more information um, in the new year coming up about that. So that's one one big one. Um, anything else that you guys have that you want to share? There'll be two parent and child discipleship, so there'll <laughs> yeah. be another one in the be fall. Another one in the fall. We'll have yeah. a fa- we'll have a Christmas connect. Yep. Uh, and, and we're planning more things. We're always brainstorming, like yep. how can we best yeah, resource. We got, we got a few more parents. ideas on the burner there. Yeah, so. we got a lot of things that we're kicking around. So uh, we're grateful to have you as parents uh, tune into this. And even if you're not listening, we're still grateful for you if you're <laughs> engaging in our resources because we just want to genuinely partner with you to see more kids become better followers of Jesus. And uh, we hope you had a fantastic uh, Christmas season, uh, a fantastic 2022, and you're looking forward uh, to how God can continue to make uh, and shape your family to look more like Him. We'll see you next time.